Hey everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. On this episode, we'll be talking about the emotion doubt. And with us is a new guest. Her name's Jenny Herder, a really great friend of ours. And she's been in our dance team for almost seven months now. Um, now, bear in mind, this is going to be a lot to talk about on this episode. Uh, we had a really, really great time talking about this emotion, how we were able to handle it, what ways to um, handle it in the right way, what ways how it affected our lives and our experiences. Without further ado, just want to keep this short. Let's get started. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, I'm your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Papa. And welcome back to Creative Emotions. Today, we have a guest today. Her name is Jenny Herder. Um, she's been a really great friend of ours, and uh, she's just been asking to get on the podcast today because um, there was an emotion that resonated with her a lot, and she wanted to talk about it, which is doubt, which we'll be talking about today. No doubt. I'm sorry. I, I can't help but to make those jokes. So they're just going to be sprinkled throughout the entire time. I, I can tell. Uh, okay, moving just, on. Just, just don't doubt yourself when you yeah. try to say it. That's my boy. That's my boy. Just coming in there. There you go with the jokes. But yes. Okay. So we're really excited um, to have her here. And once you guys, once we have the conversation, I'm sure you're going to be equally as excited as we are. Um, so, hey Jenny! Hi! Hey! How's everybody doing today? Good, good. Yeah, good. good. I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> awesome. I'm t- I, like, literally, um, I was trying to find the emotion mm-hmm. uh, on the wheel that you were talking about. Yeah. I couldn't find it. I know. I, that's why I gave you the other options. It was oh. insecurity and, like, I forget there was another oh, one. Oh, okay. So I gotcha. was like, no worries. No worries. I'm actually glad that you brought up a, like uh, an emotion that's like, oh, okay, like literally beyond, I guess, our wheelhouse, just because it's like, um, or like uh, figuratively. Yeah. Um, just because, yeah, like it gives us an, a chance to explore like particular emotions that maybe we didn't even perceive or conceive at times. So mm-hmm. I'm glad, yeah, like that's the whole point, right? Like outside like voices, providing outside like perspective, outside of the box thinking, so awesome. Yeah. So, so good. Um, all right, Alex, you want to take it away? Yeah, um, so Jenny, when was the moment you, do- you doubted yourself uh, the most? So I actually had an experience. It was about this time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that I wanted to change jobs, kind of switch things up a little bit. I was been in my job for a little while. Um, and I applied for this travel agency because I really wanted to be a tour guide with them. They uh-huh. did like these kind of young tours, like getting people I think is 18 to 35 together and going like all over the world and I was really interested in that um and I really liked the place it had really good vibes this was actually for like a customer service type of position like on the phone doing some sales answering phone calls but it seemed like a good stepping stone to get in there Mm -hmm. um and everybody was really nice. They really liked me and everything. And we went through the interview process. And I got so far as to even accept the position and then give my two weeks notice at my current position. And it was about a week later when I was starting to fill out the paperwork and everything that I just flipped out. Like, oh, wow. 
yeah, I got hit with this. I can only describe it as like this overwhelming sense of fear mm. and like insecurity and just kind of like looking at how my life would be after I took this position and it just it felt so overwhelming like it made me sick to my stomach constantly like it was just stress and doubt and all of it um so I kind of went backpedaled to my boss and was like can I undo this? Like, is this even an option? Um, and luckily it was, and she was really supportive. Um, but it felt really embarrassing to kind of have to, like, cause I had started to tell people like, cause I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to deal with that, like telling people that I wasn't leaving after all. And I had to tell these people at the new company that I wasn't going to be able to take the position. And, you know, they were, there were some of them that were really nice and they had, were really excited to work with me. So that was mm-hmm. hard, but they also kind of understood, which was great. Um, and like, even before that, I was talking with my friends, like trying to sort it out and what was happening. And I think it was just like a crazy sense of fear. And it sort of sent me into like an identity crisis. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of the most recent one, but also the most profound sense of doubt that I've ever had. Wow, that's 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 crazy. Yeah. I, I can't believe that something would be able to trigger something that high. I don't well, I mean, I I feel like the the doubts that I've experienced are just like, you know, little simple ones. Mm-hmm. I've never really experienced like something that impacted in a career choice like that. I think that's just really really interesting to see. I don't know, have you experienced something like that, Cedric? Oh, um yeah. I mean I, I Honestly, it's like um, when it comes to like something as closely um, coveted as like your career, like I think we attach like a lot of stipulations on that. And then when even one of those things is not there, you begin to it begins to like, yeah, you pull on the string and things start to unravel. Mm. Um, And yeah, like in my career, like in teaching, yeah, I would be like. Like, you're so close to something, and yeah, maybe you should, but then you start to think to yourself, like, am I really qualified? Will I do this job well? Will I be happy in those things? Like, the nature of, I think, yeah, what's going on is, like, like um, to a lot of those questions, it's not about, like, per se, like, it's like, if you don't have answers, that's where it's like you it's where you default and like you're like ah and you fall back to Mm -hmm. to things that to matter but what i thought was really interesting was like that like jenny like is this aftermath of doubt you know that a lot of people don't really kind of like conversate about it's like you didn't take the position whatever the regards may be and it's just like okay and you think okay i can reset back to normal but after something like that has been sought after so you know like and it's progress so far mm-hmm. trying to come back it's like things aren't really the same like um it's like uh uh but then you know they they get better it's like um it's like when you break like a piece of glass right? yeah mm-hmm. and then it's like or like a teacup and then you 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 glue it back together mm-hmm. and yeah it's still roughly maybe the same shape but you can still see the cracks in there yeah. or the, mm-hmm. the things like that and then i think that's what i think a lot of people it's never you can never quite go back 
once you kind of go or whatever it may be or when you fail to do something or whatever mm-hmm. it may be and so yeah i definitely resonate with all of that stuff uh career wise like that's like the like that's a lot of pressure on all of us whether we know it or not like our mm-hmm. vocation when people ask us like it's like the second question most people ask us it's like what do you do oh, what do you do yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what do, oh. what, like what do you yeah what do you do like oh. what's your name what do you do? do? Or like, oh, it's like, oh, and, and then, you know, that's like a big defining aspect in that. So it's like, if you fit, like, if you want to be something or like, if you're gonna like fill that slot or find that answer, like, it's gonna be a big one. And like, a lot of times, I think that's when doubt is like the, it's gonna be like its strongest Mm. for, for the most part. Yeah, like that. And then like, honestly, I think this is the other one that I think we can all agree upon. I don't know if we'll touch on it later. It's just like when you're creating something mm-hmm. or like yeah. your art or oh, whatever. Okay. What, yeah, like your artistry or whatever it may be. I think anything that kind of just defines you for one aspect or another, doubt is going to be one of the like biggest presence in all those things. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah but, um, well, because like when you, when you um, relate it to, say, dance or something like mm-hmm. that, like creating choreography or... Um, whether trying to do a choreography or anything like that, I feel like that's a simple, simple doubt to me mm. because it, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. <laughs> um, but like, it, it, I just feel like it doesn't impact me that much just to, just to doubt in that scenario because it feels like to me that I'm able to control it. You mm. know, it doesn't feel like it's a huge entire big risk compared to like, say a career choice or mm. a career yeah. change to me. Sure. So whenever it deals with something like that, like I feel like, Hey, I can get through this. Mm. No, it makes sense. Right. Like, yeah, I think that's true. Right. Like, um, Jenny, do you feel like that's true with maybe like your creativity or do you feel like they're equated the same or anything like that? Well, the thing that I'm finding with dance and like learning choreography is that when I don't pick it up as fast as I want to or the people as I perceive the people around me, I attach it to a sense of mistrust in myself. Mm. So it's not necessarily... The actual actions but it I think it's the emotions that we assign to it so like with this situation that I was talking about I had assigned my identity to like my career choices which I think a lot of people do and I think you can do it without really thinking about it mm-hmm. right and I think that was the thing it was I feel like this self-doubt and kind of like identity thing was probably coming up for a while yeah. and this was just like the catalyst to mm-hmm. like get it started um but it's you know it's those emotions that we attach from like growing up or you know just learned experiences and you know I think it's easy to kind of go through life without really thinking about that and then if you have something that makes you think about it it just kind of can throw a wrench in the whole thing um or you know and that's something to work on but um what I'm trying to do now is like really feel those emotions and see what they're trying to teach me Mm. Um, you know, and not let them kind of like affect me as much, mm-hmm. but like, or not, not be as reactive to them Yeah, because I think that was one of the things in this situation is like, I just panicked and I lent into that and like, I thought of it as like thinking about it and like really making this decision. And I probably like kind of accepted the position a little bit without thinking about it too much and Mm -hmm. that was an issue but like 
in response to that, it was definitely like a panic. Um, so trying to like really feel the emotions and see what they're trying to teach me and not be as reactive to it. Right. Um, but again, like with dance and I think creating anything, you're putting, regardless of like what you're doing, if you're just creating to for yourself, then that's kind of, you know, you can sort of doubt your abilities, which I would like, that's kind of hard. But, um, you know, if you're putting it out there for display, like you're putting some of yourself out there for the world, like no matter what you're creating. Mm-hmm. And I think that can really, depending on how you assign it, like that can really let doubt in. Right. You know, okay. it's like, it's that, it's that inherent, like, desire to be liked or for people to understand you. Mm. And um, I think that's one of the things that I'm trying to work through now is like, you know, I just kind of have to, you just kind of have to do it and put yourself out there no matter what. Right. Like, you know, the, my thing right now is like, my voice deserves to be heard mm-hmm. and like the world deserves to hear it mm. no matter like. Here first, yo, yeah. <laughs> here first. Yes. You know, and I think that's something for everybody, you know, like everybody's voice deserves to be heard and the world deserves to hear it. And Mm -hmm. you never know who exactly it's going to resonate with. Yeah. But it just deserves to be out there. So. Yeah, because there's so many different types of people that resonate with similar things. Yeah. uh, I just feel like, you know, we may all be different kinds of people, but like there's always there's similarities that we can relate to and everything like that. Yeah. So I can definitely um, understand that, and that's that's really important. That's kind of the reason why we made this podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm with Cedric as well, because he has different <laughs> ways of thinking that I have different ways of thinking. And, yeah. and our emotions may be the same, but like maybe his happiness is slightly different from my happiness. Right. Maybe he wants a million-dollar house. Maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah. I just want 10 kids. No, kidding. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> just make sure when they're in my million-dollar house, they don't touch anything. Okay? There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But Um, I think doubt is one of those ones that, like, everybody feels at some point in time. Like, so it's really relatable. And, you know, it doesn't, it's just, it's really hard to get through sometimes because, like, for me, it's a lot, the doubt can be a lot louder than my logical brain. Oh, yeah. You know, and that, that's one of those things where it's, it's really hard to get through because, like, I can know something, like, Logically, if I say it out loud, like my fears or doubts, they can sound ridiculous. And like, even as I'm saying them, I'm like, okay, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I can't. And I know intellectually that this is a thing, but I just can't yeah. like you just don't feel it until mm-hmm. you feel it you know it's it's really interesting because um there's this there's this like i've read this um scientific theory in a way that women feel emotion mm-hmm. 10 times more than men do hmm. yeah that like, makes that makes too much sense it's, right? too much sense. <laughs> it's like oh that, hit, that, that hits you it. hard it's just like, yeah correct yeah. <laughs> well because like when you think about it like like us guys like we could just sit at you know like on a boat and fish and just stare at at like the waters just staring blank at the world well <laughs> well women just look at us and think we're crazy when we do it it's like what are you doing there's nothing happening here what are you what, what is this <laughs> i don't know if you feel that way jane but like i've heard like some of the similarities about no, that no. I, like for me sitting on a boat just like fishing would kind of drive me crazy <laughs> because like <laughs> 
I think the waiting and the anticipation is just like, okay, can we move things along? Like my thoughts are getting really loud and like, you know, like your mind, like for me, my mind starts to wander. Like I'm an overthinker. And so like quiet moments are really important, but they're also like really challenging and kind of uncomfortable because Mm, like if I let my thoughts wander, they're just like, it's just too many different things. I think that's why like sometimes it's hard for me to meditate and for, I mean, like meditation is an actual practice, Yeah, you know, because that's kind of the thing where you like just let your thoughts go. But, you know, my brain feels like a ping pong ball sometimes where mm-hmm. it's just like this and then this and then this and then this. And, you know, it's it can be hard to focus. So yeah. I think okay. I think being in that present moment, like just enjoying the fishing is is very challenging <laughs> or would be very challenging. No, definitely. I definitely get that. And that's definitely sure. And I think there's like something to be said about like, yeah, like I think sometimes I remember I would watch this show and it was about fishing and not fishing, but the, the, a character in it would fish and no one understood why. Like, mm-hmm. like, and then he would, <laughs> they finally all go fishing him and like the character and his friends. And then, the, and then the person's like, Oh, I really do enjoy this. And then he says, there are no fish in this pond. And the guy's like, yep. And then that's what was like really important was the idea like oh. that fishing was not about fit getting fish. Yeah. It was about like and I think for him it's just like a quiet place to reflect oh, mm-hmm. okay. and you know to do something and like that was like his form of meditation instead of sitting in a room dark he was just like I'm gonna look at a pond and throw a cast and then just be in my thoughts and sit uh-huh. in my thoughts and I think having those moments really kind of like help you sort out um, yeah because they are. Like like you said, they're both challenging, but also really important. Yeah. And I think if we're going to encourage people, like, um, like through this podcast, one thing I would like to encourage is like finding moments to be quiet or like to quiet like the world and reflect on yourself mm-hmm. because then you get to sort out certain things. And then I think when you are able to do so, like, well, mm-hmm. doubt starts to become less of a controlling factor in your life because you're starting to really realize like how to do things or yeah. what is really important to you. And I think when doubt comes, it's like it's like a version of uncertainty. So when you're constantly thinking, right, there's so many choices, uncertainty grows Mm. and then doubt will enter into those things. And then uh, but when you clear and you realize, okay, this is the path when I sort things out, like then doubt becomes quieter and something like escapes you a little bit more and you're able to move into action and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And I think um, the one thing you said that really caught like for me listening wise was the idea of like logic being Mm. a a factor in your doubt and I think out of all the emotions like logic is one of those ones when it comes to doubt that like factors in the most only because it's like for me sometimes I'm like the reason why I have doubt is because like logic is telling me I I should Mm -hmm. or or vice but then vice versa it's like I have this feeling and it's like logically I shouldn't like I I shouldn't be feeling doubt I'm Mm -hmm. like da 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 and it's like, but then it's like logic is either feeding into my doubt or trying to escape from my doubt. But it's like a very intimate, close relationship. This idea of like, okay, my past has told me that I can or I can't. Right. And it's like, um, but then I'm like, okay, when is this? Should I try? What am I going to do? And then it just like through it, like I'm raising so many questions. And mm-hmm. then that's when I'm like, well, I'm just not going to do yeah and because it's just you know you you default to when you're just trying to answer questions you're not really doing much yeah right? you're like oh and you're going into that stuff mm-hmm. and i think i just i run into that like i feel like a lot 
you know, in my、mm. day. Like, so can I?、Uh, so I'm gonna ask another question. So, Jenny. Yes.、Um, like, how often do you doubt yourself? Like, not at all. <laughs> like, I'm a superwoman. Or do you feel like,、uh, like on occasion, quite often? Or just, you know, if you have like a strong number, anything like that?、Oh, I, I mean, just like, it doesn't have to be like a strong number. I don't、just、know like, if I have a number, but I think it's often、mm-hmm. that、so. I doubt myself. Especially like, I'm. I'm Because this happened last year, like, I feel like I'm still kind of unpacking this process and mm, like, okay. figuring out, you know, like, it's kind of coming in phases or layers, however you want to put it. But、um, it, right now, it feels like often I like, doubt myself <laughs> because, like, it's just different things that it's like different facets of doubt. So, like, there's times where, I'll be confident about one thing, but then something else will come up, and then I'll doubt、mm-hmm. something else.、Mm-hmm. It's、um, like, a, like a new factor just came in. Yeah. Like I'll start to get clarity and, you know, be practicing for a dance. And so I'll get a little bit of clarity with that, but then I'll have a little bit more doubt in my、um, professional life. Oh, okay. Or, you know, Things will be going well in my professional life, and then all of a sudden I'll have doubts about dance.、Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of comes in different forms, like different aspects. I think that's the, like Cedric was kind of saying about、um, your brain just kind of defaults.、Um, you know, our brains actually want us to do like the efficient thing. And I was listening to a podcast, and the woman was talking about this、mm-hmm. is that, you know, You're, it's hard to make changes and it's hard to like form new habits because your brain wants to do what it's always done. Oh, yeah. You know?、Definitely. So, it, so naturally, when you're trying to implement something new, your brain's going to kind of be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? And I think if you listen to that, that's where doubt can set in. Like, oh, like, do I really need or want to wake up? Early, like, <laughs> and all my life, all my is that life, question,、right? <laughs> or it's like, ah, do I really need to like work out? Like, I'm kind of fine the way I am, but you、right. know, it's one of those things where you know, you have to kind of figure out how your brain is going to negotiate with you and then kind of quiet it.、Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that's starting to help me is just determination. And like, that's kind of the hard thing is,、um, I think doubt comes up a lot for me in any kind of decision making.、Uh, like, that's where I feel it the most.、Um, and yeah, sometimes, you、definitely. know, like, it's, and they talk about it too, like, you get decision fatigue. Like, you only have a certain amount of decisions that you can make in a day. Yeah.、Um, so that's where determination has kind of helped me. It's like, I've just decided that I'm going to wake up early.、Mm-hmm. And it's hard and it's going to suck sometimes, but like I've just decided this. And literally, I just decided this this week. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, to waking up early, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> but、um, the other thing is, you know, determination is like, I feel like it's a lot more powerful than motivation. Like, I feel like you should have some motivation to start with. Yeah. Um, but motivation's not always going to be there. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it's going to, 
again, it comes in waves, you know, like some days you're going to feel super motivated and I'm trying to hold on to those moments. Like remember what I'm feeling in those moments, why I'm feeling it, what I did. Um, and that helps with the determination Mm -hmm. because on those days when things just suck, it's like, you know what? I really enjoyed when I woke up early, I had time to eat breakfast and read my book. Mm -hmm. I was like able to do everything in the morning. I wasn't rushing. And when I'm not doing that, I'm rushing and I feel like I'm running late to work and sometimes I am. And (laughs) so it just, it's like, that's, I think those are little ways of kind of quieting the doubt Mm -hmm. and then it kind of gives you more energy to like really feel what the big doubts are coming toward, you know, Mm, like what mm -hmm. they're trying to tell you. And it's like, is it, you know, is there a reason to actually fear this decision Yeah. or is it just like, you're just scared because it's a new decision. Exactly. I I feel like I can relate to that as well. Cause whenever I feel like for me, doubt happens the most when we have to make a decision, Yep. you know, um, and what sucks about that is, is especially when there's a decision where I have to choose this or I have to choose this, I have to choose number one or number two. Mm-hmm. And that sucks to me. Yeah. Cause I would be, cause my usual answer in that situation is, why can't I have both? I'm just going to choose both. Right. <laughs> but, but if it's literally a conflicting answer saying like, no, you, you can only work here because it's a full-time job uh-huh. or you can only work here because it's a full-time job mm. and you can't have two full-time jobs or that's 80 hours a week, you'd be dead. I don't even know how you could do that. And then there would just be no choices after that. That's true. Sure, there's no choices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Choice. Well, that's one way to cure your doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, but like for me in that situation, um, I can relate to the decision fatigue. Yeah. What happens to me in that situation is that I weigh so many things with both of these things mm-hmm. and then I just poop out. Like mm. my brain just like literally leaves a giant gas fart and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, like, gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go back to looking, you know, my uh, Instagram and play my video games yep. for a bit and I forget and just forget about this whole thing and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's my default and that's, and that's a bad thing. Yeah. That's actually super interesting that this whole this whole thought process of decision making has come up because mm-hmm. it makes me think about this insight about like I feel like maybe like the amount of information that we get right like yeah. means that more decisions have to be made about like new info yeah. like oh and then and then and then people are like oh this is just too much and so they go to things like that relax them, which mm-hmm. is like social media and Instagram and yeah. stuff like that. So like this advent of this growth, this idea, it's like I think it maybe comes from like fatigue of just like I don't want to make choices right now, so I want to escape. Yeah. And then just like, you know, like because I don't want to deal with doubts. I just want to do things that relax my mind, that mm-hmm. like, you know, are easy, like accessible, like simple. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, your your mind is just fatigued from trying to do deal with the complexities of the, all the decisions you have to make for your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to to know because it's just like maybe doubt comes from this I like it's like this cycle which is kind of bad where it's just like, "Oh, 
like there's so much information and like I can't make this decision so I escape. Mm-hmm. But then when you escape, more information piles onto that because you failed to make your decision, mm-hmm. like you failed to do something right away and then it seats into more and then you want to escape more, you want to do this, you kind of run away from your decisions because you can. Like, yeah. oh, like I want to escape into another person's life and like the who who has made decisions and who is living their best things yeah. or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't I don't think I can do those things or whatever it may be. And I think that's that's like really important to kind of like suss out because I'm like cuz I would be always mad at my like cuz like with my students and when I work it's like eventually they have to make really big decisions. Yeah. yeah. And I can tell at times when they're just like I, they don't want to or like just they're not prepared to and then then because they don't feel prepared to they just really doubt their ability to and then it's just like oh man that sucks for you because it's like oh it's just sucks that because, was so condescending or only because like i feel well i'll be honest like <laughs> i know everyone in this room has felt that feeling of when you finally decide Mm-hmm. the feeling of clarity like that feeling like this is going to be my life and this is going to be what I want to do and being able to walk that path like walking a definitive defined path that comes from you mm-hmm. that's like a great feeling for most people but that feeling requires like a hurdle that a lot of people are really scared to jump which yeah. is like I have to like this is me but am I capable should I I don't trust I've never done anything that would put like that could prepare me will I have success you know, do I want to walk away from what I have now to this new thing that I am? And it's just really, really tough. And sometimes we just sit in that space of doubt where we just like, oh, I don't want to. And then in that space of doubt, we tend to have habits that kind of like keep us there, whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. We're just like, I'm just going to like, you know, like I'm just going to watch YouTube videos or like I'm just going to, you know, like can like hide myself in whatever regard that may be as mm-hmm. opposed to facing yourself and going forward and doing those things that you need to do definitely and, and i think that's yeah like that's just like it's like a really important idea that's just like yeah like i look at people and i'm like how does doubt perpetuate itself over time and mm-hmm. it's just like pushing away definitely like um but yeah cedric like let, let me ask you this like mm-hmm. how do you uh, make a decision when you're filled with doubt how do I make a decision when I flip a coin? Yeah, you you flip a coin. I have to, I have a kid flip a coin. <laughs> oh, okay. that's much. I was like, what would you do? Because you have all future and I have nothing anymore. <laughs> uh, no, um, for me, I really like. For it depends. It's it's like really situational. Like I think there's this important thing that Jenny brought up was like, is there really something to fear from this decision? Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important quote because it's like. You, we, we see an initial fear. It's kind of like a shadow of something, like in, in like in like a dim lit room, and you're like, "Is that a monster?" But then when you finally take a look at where that direction is, like instead of just keeping looking away, like, "Oh, it's this, oh, that's a monster. I know yeah. it." And then when you hear creaking, it's just like you're like baby brother or something. You're like, oh. <laughs> when you have final certainty, right? So it's like being able to have the courage to just face the decision to be like i'm gonna turn right instead of left like towards instead of away Mm. uh like examining the decision and finding out if there's something to really fear the the fallbacks like that's what's really important and for me like i think um i always in 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 kind of weighing that decision like three things like come into my mind where it's like uh for me it's like like the doubt comes from like 
when I when the decision I'm about to make, I have to fa- factor in like, will do I find the thing that I'm about to do impossible for me? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, that's like if it then then the doubt will be like, okay, then I'd be like, no, I can't do it, right? Or another one is like, um, like when I feel like I'm not sure what the result will be whatsoever. Like if I do this thing, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I don't know if the building's gonna explode or if everyone's just gonna have a really great time, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there's gonna if a horse shows up, like I, who know? I don't know. And it's like I don't wanna do any of these things. Like again, these are all crazy factors, obviously. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is that one I really realize like when I'm certain of the result but I know it's gonna be negative. Mm. right like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like when i don't want to do anything that would hurt anybody and then that makes me doubt whether or not i should do that decision like the the side effects of a decision that you're making like let's say like okay i want to you know get this job and let's say like like in europe or somewhere halfway across the world but i know that uh people here would be really greatly affected by me leaving and doing all those things or like Oh, like, um, or I'm making, I'm taking a job that makes less money or whatever it may be because I feel like it's for me or mm-hmm. like for whatever reason I want to take it. And people are like, oh, or just like, or for me, it's like negative. It's like, I know that like I'm doing this job maybe just only for money and not necessarily for my own like well-being and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like, that's where doubt also is like, there's a certain negative that you know you can feel mm-hmm. in your, in your right. And so in deciding all those things, I, I factor those out and I'm like, okay. And then I had to really think about, yeah, it's those quiet moments where I'm just like, I, I can't be around. And this is really important to me. I can't be around other people's narratives about me yeah. or other people or like other narratives in general. Cause then it's like, I want to be the things that you're saying because they're so beautiful to hear out loud. <laughs> like, you know, never give up or like whatever it's, it's like. And, but at the same time, like it hurts to, to, to not give up. And like, you know, it's like question. So I have to like really sort myself out like and then really be like trying to say those things. But it's tough because one, it's like some people just it's like, that's like a real I honestly believe that's a real skill that like has to be sometimes taught. Like it's just like. Mm-hmm. Asking those questions that can dig something deeper out of you yeah. and to, to understand who you are and knowing where to go. That's like if you don't know how to go about doing that, it's really, really tough. But I feel like to me, I, I really cherish the fact that I'm able to do that. So that's that's the, what's, that's what I do. I kind of like sit quietly. I try to like sort moments out of doubt. And then I think to myself like and then lately I just say like I think I just shrug my shoulders. I'm like. Why not? I just why not do it? Like yeah. I like I used to hate traveling so much. Mm-hmm. Like I hated it. Mm-hmm. Like the logistics of it, like all of this. And it's weird to say out loud. It's weird to say that really? like I li- I feel like I live in a world where I would be super discriminated against. Like, like, <laughs> because like oh, I live I in a, I live in a world where it's like look, every like every every group of friends I have, they're like Oh, it's like I traveled to blank. It's like, oh my god, I love traveling. Like I hear that phrase all the time, and I feel like I feel like Homer Simpson in that meme where he like hides in the bush. Like, <laughs> oh, I know that. It's like, it's like, no, I'll just leave quietly now. But then in, it's just like I ever like I, I doubted I could, and then that's when it seeped into like, can I be friends with these people? And like, I doubt like, am I really living my best life and stuff like that? And then I realized, look. I had to re-examine and I had to turn towards that shadow and I had to be like, okay, why do I hate traveling? And it's like, and then where are the benefits like 
because I, I realized I wanted this other thing. I wanted to be an interesting person. And traveling makes you an interesting person. It's like, that matters to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to live an interesting life. I want to connect with people and that matters to me. So traveling does help do that. So like, how will I be able to overcome that small hurdle? And like, okay. And then I just started realizing like, okay, this is how I travel. Like, mm-hmm. like there has to be a time where I can dance at the place that mm. I'm going to. And then I have to do something like, and I said it to myself like, like I want to do something random, like mm-hmm. like I want to fight a bear in Thailand, or like you know, <laughs> fight like, a bear I want to drink Thailand? I want to drink snake venom in like in like Canada or something like. This is some very Indiana Jones stuff. Right well, here. I'm just saying, like that's what I'm saying. Like I want like the reason why is like okay, like I travel and I hear people travel and they like, but they do all like. I, I my bigger goal was to be an interesting person. So if I travel and just say the same things as everybody else, mm-hmm. like I'd be like, it's not really getting what I want out of traveling. But if I do things that I feel like actually fulfill the goal that I wanted Mm -hmm. through traveling, then I don't doubt myself of whether or not I can travel because I know I'm doing it for me. Like, I I know I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm not, it's like, oh yeah, you went to the Louvre. Like, no, I went to Paris and, you know, like I saw like, uh, I I saw like a, like a lizard fight and I'm like, (laughs) what? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. It was weird. And, you know, like, everyone's like, you know, I saw a dude with a hook for a hand and then stuff like that. Or they're like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it's oh, my like, God. So and good. I just, like, to me, it's like, I want to have those adventures in, in my way, though. Uh-huh. And so, like, I just, I faced those challenges and I no longer tried to doubt myself. Like, I, because I, I used to always say, like, I'm just not a traveler. Like, I, it's easy to accept labels when you start doubting. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I'm not a traveler. I'm not this. I, I don't do that. That's not me. That's whatever, whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and because that always started with doubt. Like, it's like, oh, I just, I don't think I do that and whatever. And then I just said that to myself a lot. And I was like, I want to change this, but how am I going to change it for me? Not just for the sake of like, I want to change it. Like, it's like with people with dieting, they're like, mm-hmm. I, I just want to, I'm going to take on this diet. It's like, is that really for you? Like, is that really what you can do? Mm-hmm. And like, why are you in it? Where are the, where are the like values that you seek? So for me, like I had to like find a way to diet that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. When I travel, it had to make sense to me so that I don't have like these doubts of whether I can or can't do it. Cause I'm like, these are really just for me. Mm-hmm. Like I know myself enough to be like, okay, like I know that I'm doing this for this and the clarity is there and I don't have any more doubts and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, it sounds like you logic the crap out of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's hard. It's <laughs> so hard because it's like your emotions, like that's the under, like to me, I, I always say this phrase, like it's the other side of knowing, right? Mm. Like it's like you can you can know something logically, but then when you feel something, you also like, like it's like, it's like you need both. It becomes both of, your reality. Yeah. Like you need when both, you feel it. Yeah, that's right. Like you just, you need both to make it your reality. It's like, you know, like, oh, like, I know, like, like, a lot, because I always feel like it's like, I know that this is the right thing to do logically. But if I feel like it's not right, for some reason, I won't do it. Mm, okay. Right. And like, yeah. and vice versa, that's where the doubt comes in. But if, when you feel those two things are together, like you, you, we all know in this room, like, for like, for the victories that we have, like, that's a great feeling to have, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it feels like I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm doing it. like, like, it just feels like, like you're taking weight off your shoulders. Like, yeah. right. Exactly. Right? And I, and I feel like that's really, really important to kind of have like, yeah. Yeah. I logic the crap out of it. Uh, just cause like Jenny, 
uh, you and I are, we're all the same. Like, we're overthinkers. I think yeah. that's what makes us really good at talking about our emotions. Mm, okay. See, it's funny because I haven't always been good about talking about my emotions. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> see, oh, we is, would not have known that. You I know, know why? Because she's I doing know. great. Oh, my she's God. Doing this, is, this is something that's, like, really new for me because I think I try, like, I have this weird, like, protection over my thoughts. Oh. Where it's, okay. like, I guess, like, I doubt other people. Like, are you going to use this against me? Oh, or it's like, yeah. are you going to like not accept me because of my thoughts and emotions? Because like I, there's often times where I think and I feel differently than people. And that, you know, sets a different kind of doubt for yourself. Um, oh yeah, for sure. You know, like yeah, that I, I, one really resonates, but I think like what Cedric was saying, it's, you really need those quiet moments because you really have to be, you have to listen to yourself and you have to do what, you have to make decisions based on what you want, like what you really want. And I think you need to like have those quiet moments to like really tap into like what you want mm -hmm. as opposed to like making decisions based on perception. Yeah. Like the only thing I was thinking like when you were talking was like, well, are you interesting for you or do you want to be perceived as interesting right. by other people? Right. And I think if you want to be perceived as interesting, that's where you can get kind of bogged down in like making decisions based on like, oh, I'm going to do this because this is out of the box and somebody will think I'm interesting. Right. As opposed to it's like, oh, is this something that I really want to no, do? No, that's, yeah, no, you know? for sure. Like, yeah, because I would like... Yeah, like a bee bear fighting. And then I think about <laughs> in order to resolve that issue, right? It goes back to the bear fight. In order to resolve that issue, I want to be able to like, I imagine this as, as my, as I, like I'm older, right? Like, and that's why like I would have doubt, like, am I, am I really doing this for me? Or am I doing this yeah. so that I can like entertain others and like in conversations about people mm -hmm. and whatever it may be. And I realized two things, like one, um, it's a lot of that more than I'm like, I would care to like, you know, admit, but it's just like, cause I, I want to, but it's not for the reason I think people think it might be, or it might be exactly what you think it is. It's just like, I really like to see people happy. So if I mm -hmm. do things that are like, Whoa, that's cool. Or like, that's really interesting. Like that emotional expression of like pleasure, mm -hmm. like that, that does factor into me. Mm -hmm. But I also think about the time where I could just like sit in a chair and then like I'm old as like I'm old as hell. Yeah. And then and then I'm like laughing at just nothing. And people are like, what the hell are you laughing about? And I'm just thinking about my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that was really good. See, yeah. I think that's that's such a cool thing to think about. Like, if you think about your life, you know, like life expectancy is getting longer and longer, you know. Like we're all still really young, which is great because sometimes I feel so old. But then I think about my grandma. And, you know, like, I'm, I just turned 30, and I, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so old. And then I think about my grandma, and she's, like, 93, and I'm like, she's literally lived three of my lifetimes, so I think I'm okay right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, That's wow. some good genes in there. I know, oh I know. God. I'm lucky. I got really good genes. Oh, but, my goodness. you know, it's, and it really is that kind of, like, self-acceptance that I think people need to find, and I think that's where... You know, like sometimes social media can get really challenging because mm -hmm. like 
even Instagram, which you can do mindless scrolling, which I'm trying, like, I'm finding that I do that all the time. And I'm like, I'm not even, I just like tap it. And I was like, did I even watch that video? (laughs) You know, like, did I take the time to read that caption that somebody worked really hard on? And Mm -hmm. it's like, but also like Instagram and that kind of thing, like they can really set off that like comparison, Yes, you know? And if you're not like, I think that can really let doubt in if you're not, um, if you're not paying attention mm-hmm. and you can do it subconsciously like, oh, that looks cool. I'd like to be doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just those little things and like they add up over the days and weeks and months. And I think that's where you can like, oh, am I, am I really living my best life? Am I really doing like right. what I want to be doing? And it's just like, you just a flood of information. <laughs> it right? is. It's yeah. a, it like, is an information overload. Yeah. It's and crazy. Then, and yeah. It's like, I'm just saying like. It's like, you know, like people over past would be like, look, this is the, like, there's only this amount of information. I, I can sort this out and make my decision. Mm-hmm. It may have not been like, and, but the thing is, it's like, are you, and the quote, are you living your best life is probably the like one doubter of like our generation. Oh yeah. Big it's time. A, it's like, you know, it's like, I'm living my best life. And I'm like, am I? <laughs> it's like, do I want your best life? Do I want aspects of that best life? It's like, oh, I don't want any of your best lives, but I want parts of your best life. And how will I get those parts? And like yeah. you're breaking things down. Like, like that's our, that's like our brain doing what our brain does. It's like trying to problem solve, but the, with mm-hmm. more factors and more variables, the math is not. It's no longer algebra. It's like calculus. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, like yeah. I don't even know, like. Yeah. Well, that's really different from how I how I you know make my decisions. Like right. Because um, I can't logic the crap out of anything when I make a decision. Uh, because like I said before, I, I overload the crap out of it and nothing happens. Um, but like for me, I, I just go with my gut. Because mm. what's really interesting is that I actually minimize the requirements that I expect out of the decision. If, if that decision doesn't meet like these three core, core, um, core um, necessary things that I need in my life, uh-huh. then I'll choose the other one. That's pretty cool. So, cause like, cause the thing is that what's really interesting is that the places that I lived in, the places that I've rent, have all been gut decisions. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like from from going to my friend's house when I ran away from home, mm-hmm. that was a gut decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But what was interesting was that when I was living at you know my 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 friend's house, like it was a bad place. I'm not gonna lie. He was very needy. He wanted a lot of out of me he was expecting a lot of out of me uh, because um he he was pretty much treating me as uh, more of a of a servant rather than being a friend i see because mm. even though he was working all day and you know i was trying to get my life together and start my life again he wanted me you know just to take care of the house take care of the cats um and wanted to like a complete perfection i i okay you know mm. so like to the t to the top and that's something that I can't do. But what was interesting is that it was better than the situation that I was before where being in fear that my house is going to be foreclosed on and I'm not mm-hmm. going to do anything about it. But right. what was interesting was that when I made the gut decision to move out of my friend's house to another renting apartment, mm-hmm. um, which was cheaper, which was you know $300 a month, um, all I had to do was share a room with, with, uh, with this guy. 
Uh, you know, like, but he was a cool guy. Like, mm-hmm. like he played video games. I played video games. We were chill. We talked. He yeah. has a full time job. I have a part time job at Disneyland. You know, and and it worked out because like we were able to share the room together, and there was no drama, which was great. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, you know, and eventually over time, like the house kind of got crowded because you know there's five people living in that house now. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, and, and, you know, the house was dirty. <laughs> it was super dusty. My roommate is messy. I'm messy. So if you walk into that one room that we share, there's a pile of trash all over the place. So, and then oh, we're uh, <laughs> Jenny should shake her head like, oh, like, oh, oh man, yeah. that makes me feel very cringe. <laughs> like, oh gosh. But is, I mean, that's the situation that you are in, right? Like, yeah. Okay, but, but see, that's it, the thing. Like, mm-hmm. Alex has a tolerance for that. Like, that worked out okay for you, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, me, that would have been... Uh, what am I trying to say? Like, that would have been a deal breaker. Like, I yeah. couldn't... That's the kind of thing, like, I couldn't do. And I think um, that's an interesting point is, like, um, I think boundaries and, like, what kind of, um, like, treatment you'll, you're willing to deal with from people. Yeah. Um can kind of help with the doubt, you know, it's, it's again, like kind of making that decision, like, you know, this is something that's a deal breaker for me, so I can't do that. So like having those, like if such and such meets this criteria, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really interesting way to like look at it and Mm -hmm. it can help you get like some decent clarity. Like, and if you can kind of have those default settings, even before you're going into like big decisions. So it's like, you know, I mean, you're always welcome to change your mind, which I think people forget sometimes. Mm-hmm. I forget it too. You know, like, oh gosh, if I make a decision and I change my mind, that means like I don't have any integrity, like I can't follow through with anything, but that's not accurate. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but those kind of boundaries and having those like default settings, um, like kind of predetermined, you know, change the circumstances, but mm-hmm. those that can really help kind of quiet that doubt because you already, like, that's part of knowing yourself and accepting, like, you know, mm-hmm. is this the part that I like about myself and this is, you know, this is something that I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, things that you might want to change, you yeah. know? Right. right, absolutely. And that's, like, really important. I think, like, to me, like, I see this escalation in, like, um, in Alex's eyes, right, where, like, he's making all these decisions and they are like, they are progressive. They are getting mm. better every single time. And that's how he frames that narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then when, when Jenny made her reaction, she's like, Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 this yeah. is wrong. I'm no. And so like, that's the thing, right? I think to me, like what I feel like I derive from that is like progress is like a perception thing. Mm. At times. Like when you like realize like, okay, like I came from better or like because of this and this and like these are the things that make it better mm-hmm. as opposed to like I came from this and this, this now I see this this and this makes it worse mm-hmm. and so like and nothing's like what sucks is like I feel like when we progress right like we have to think it's like a wholehearted progression so what I mean by that is like 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 if you were like in the situation right okay like so you're going to this place and then your next place has to be better, quote unquote, mm-hmm. like it has to be altogether better, which means like cleaner, cheaper, like friendlier, like mm-hmm. all of these aspects plus one on everything. Right. But sometimes we do something that's quote unquote better, but it's like, okay, like this is cheaper. Uh, I have more sense of independence, but it's like dirtier mm-hmm. and it's like thus and thus mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. It's like, oh, you got like plus 
like so and so on this, but negative on so and so on this. Mm-hmm. But collectively, though, it is better, and that's like something that we don't kind of like perceive in ourselves. Like when we look into our lives, it's like, am I gonna like? I'm doing this decision, and I think my whole life, like every aspect, is gonna be better. Mm-hmm. But then it's like maybe not, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if I travel to so and so for this job, like my whole life is gonna be better. But then you realize, like, oh, I miss everybody, and mm-hmm. I get really sad. I feel alone, and whatever maybe. And you're mm-hmm. like, I made the wrong decision. Yeah. And then you start thinking, like, I can't make those because I didn't perceive and doubt. But I think it's just like when you realize the full facets of your decision, and don't try to expect like. Like a whole level up, yeah. yeah. Right, like, um, but rather it's like you know you're gonna gain like certain things, but you may lose out on certain things, yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in those decisions, that's really really important. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really also important in that is just like if something just fails to live up to your expectation, that doesn't mean you're you're a bad decision maker, mm-hmm. right? Like you're just you're just someone who's realizing like okay, like that. You're you're actually just exploring that decision for really what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I think we all live in our heads, like, um, because I feel like Alex, you live in you you can, like you live in your head until your gut says stop. Mm. Yeah. And then for me, it's like I live in my head until like head says like okay, you, you can go now, <laughs> right? Like you can decide in that thing. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of times what we do is just we really live in the theoretical, right? Like we really mm. live in this idea of like like so-and-so like this is just it spirals that's like the doubt Mm -hmm. like you're just in your brain and i think alex like you do this best where it's just like it's time to live in the practical it's Mm -hmm. just like yeah you can say all these things that are the possibilities but until you zero in on the actual like experience Mm -hmm. by actually doing it you're just you're just giving yourself like excuses not to move forward yeah because like the thing is is that what why should i waste my time on something that i don't know what's going to happen that i haven't experienced before and just go for it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like i'll take i'll take the risk like if i somehow cut my finger in the process okay i can heal that back i could get a stitch you know there's way there's ways to always you know bounce back from it and what was interesting about that is that um you know when we decided to make a decision to move out of that place like me and my roommate we've been in that room sharing that room together um in garden grove for like three years um and and then um, the landlady decided to raise our rent um to share that one room and that's when we decided um okay no let's not do that you know we don't we we can't we can't do that especially for sharing this small room together but what was really amazing is that we created this relationship that we had each other with me and my roommate within those three years, which was which was great because like now I have you know a friend that I truly trust that I'm willing to go with to go to this new place. So when he posted out um, like a, a an ad like a, a room wanted ad uh, on Craigslist like we in, in a few days like we had a hit. Uh, it was somewhere in Brea. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to go check out the place. Uh, we went to um, uh, check out like how the room was like. It was smaller. Um, like it was almost going to be a deal breaker for us because the room was a lot smaller. Uh, that we were going to share this uh, same room with a little less than uh, the ones that we were in Garden Grove. But what was really interesting was that when we went um, hang out, hang out with the the, the new landlord. Uh, that we were um, trying to make a deal with, and my roommate saw a shed in the back. So literally, he went up to the shed, he opened it, and he was like, "I want this shed." 
And, and, and I'm just looking at it. I was like, bro, it's, it's a shed. But like, I went inside there and I thought about it. I was just like, you know what? This is actually a cool looking shed. Well, wait, and then there, that's the decision, right? Like, that's yeah. like the over-the-top, right? Like, yeah. this shed. Yeah, literally. So what was interesting was that he wanted the shed. Okay. And I was jealous of him because I wanted that shed. So, and so like, no one was talking about the room anymore. We were talking about the shed. And the, were and you going to live in the shed? Um, I wasn't going to live in he the shed. He was going to live in the he, shed. He was going to live in the shed. Okay. But, like, I wanted to live in the shed, too. Because it's a sweet shed. It's a it's pretty like, sweet shed. <laughs> it's like in TV shows where, like, the one of the kids gets, like, stuck with the... Um, like attic room uh-huh. and then everybody wants the, the attic, attic room because it's like super cool it's like whoa look at these like sloping so cool ceilings and you got a beanbag chair in there like dude this is much more space and now we got to share this room that we wanted Something like no yeah. <laughs> yeah so what was super funny was the uh, was um the new one where it was just looking at us it's just like what what, what is going on like, we were talking about the room. Why are we talking about the shed? Because the <laughs> shed is so dope. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but after we were done talking about the um, the shed and, you know, and the room and everything like that, um, like, we just went home and we just talked about it to each other. And then the land, new landlord texted, like, yeah, I'll throw in the shed. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and we'll look, but I think that's awesome because decision made. Okay. Yeah. Step forward. <laughs> yeah. It's just like shed put it over the Done. top yeah and like you know it's just like it's just you know it's it's awesome because it's just like at least something happened right yeah. like yeah. you could have like how many times you go to a room and you find a place and like yeah mm-hmm. you go back home or you go to whatever and or you like realize oh man i'm gonna be homeless soon like yeah. you know it's just like you know what shed that's the decision whatever it is yeah so literally what was cool is that um like but when we went home like we were talking about it and everything like that um, but what was the interesting thing was that in my heart, like in my in my gut, like I knew that that was the place that I wanted to be, mm-hmm. which is where I'm living right now. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I I like my my roommate kind of thinks like you, Cedric. Um, he logics the crap out of everything to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So literally, I had to passively feed him every good information I could think of that he wanted. Yeah, the shed. Yeah, the shed's a good idea, man. You know? like, <laughs> Like, where else can you find the yeah, shed? Yeah, you know, it's just a really nice space. Like, hey, you get your own room. You actually get to pay the same amount that you pay here. You know, only $300 a month yeah. for the shed. So much logic right now. So yeah. Compelling. And what's really cool is that, you know, the Wi-Fi is huge. You can actually have Wi-Fi there. Like, you can play on your, your consoles, your, your Switch, and everything like that. Like, I was just feeding him so much information just to tell him how good the shed was so I could take the room. That's interesting. That's really awesome because I just feel like, yeah, like sometimes it's like convincing, right? Requires just like an understanding of those things. It's just like, oh, yeah, like I, like in your heart, you know, I wanted the shed. So, like that, that direction, that conviction forced or like allowed that other decision to be made and you made the good one. Yeah. And and because of that, like that's where how I was able to live where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And it's, so much better than all the places that I lived in. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my own room now. Yeah, I have a bigger space where I can actually practice and dance. You know, when mm-hmm. I was doing my hundred day challenges, um, if you guys saw my Instagram page, like I did a hundred days 
of just pure freestyle every single day as much as I can. And most of those freestyles was in my room, right. was in mm-hmm. that new room. And literally, like, I feel like that's what helped me to make this decision where I am today mm-hmm. is by constantly taking that risk. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to take whatever risk it is just to just to get into a better situation mm-hmm. and not wait for a perfect scenario. Mm. And that's really, that, that's super important. That's yeah. awesome. Definitely. Yeah, like, I think that's just, a really important point to to just really drive home is that idea of like an imperfect scenario but it's all progress like all of that stuff and i think we all kind of dealt with like once we realize that hurdle like we we end up doing things so like mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm gonna go into this next question then jenny um you ready yes okay so what was something that you doubted you could do but did it and then from that what did you learn from it so I was taking a hip hop class. <laughs> was oh, like okay. she's was air quoting. Air quoting. <laughs> I'm quoting cuz it's not actually hip hop and I didn't know that until I knew it. But um that was that was one of the things that I learned slash came out of like my whole identity crisis which I feel like I'm kind of going through I feel like I'm towards the end of it but you know we'll see um but I was like why am I having like where did all this fear come from and I just decided to do something that I always told myself I couldn't do like for the longest time I was like I can't dance I can't dance and then I started doing Irish step dancing in high school which Mm -hmm. I really loved and I did that for a really long time um But so once I started doing that and kind of accepted it, I switched it to, well, I can dance, but I can't dance, quote unquote, you know. And I think everybody kind of understands that distinction. Like, like I can dance, but like, I'm not going to, it's not the coolest thing to take your Irish step dancing like steps to the club or something, which I'm not a big clubber anyways, but you know, that's like the idea. You can't mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but no, I take it to the club. Let's I, go. I can't <laughs> dance like normal people is what I was trying, what was the thought process that I had, the mindset that I had. Uh-huh. So I decided, I was like, you know what? This is something I've always wanted to do. I want to learn. So I looked up a beginner class and that's how I ended up meeting these guys, which is pretty cool. Um, and it turned out to be not as terrible and terrifying as I thought, because I was like, I don't have the right kind of rhythm. I don't know how to move my body in the right way. And I think the main thing that I learned, like, I didn't have too many expectations. Like, I really wanted to try something new. I wanted to do it on my own because I didn't want to hide behind, like, my friends and just, like, stay kind of in my bubble anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I needed something... I I wanted to feel something that was out of my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. which is, like, so scary, but I just had that determination to do it. And honestly, I don't know if I would have gone back if I hadn't had, like, if the people there weren't so, like, friendly and welcoming. Like, like, it it really was, you know, like, I it was that instant connection and it was our friend um bryant that you like walk in and he has this big personality and he's like hey how are you what's your name i was like 
whoa, oh, <laughs> hi, <laughs> like just that, like that kind of like. He it, is like. Yeah, that. he yeah, was. It great. was really. He's great cool. at that. He's really he great at that. Like he does it all the time. It's such like it's one of my favorite things about him, and like honestly, he's one of the reasons why I came back and started like dancing regularly, and then. Um, I still didn't have that confidence about, like, I wanted to dance more. Like, that was my main thing. Like, mm -hmm. we had Mondays and Tuesday classes, so I was going to those, and then they took away the Tuesday class, and I was like, I need to find a way to dance more. Like, mm -hmm. that's just what I wanted. And there was this team, um, and I was like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not... I'm not a, on it like that level. Like I literally just started this. Like I can't be on a team right now. Um, but another one of our friends, Bella, like kind of encouraged me and was like, you know, just take a shot. And I was like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Mm -hmm. So I asked, and I felt like kind of this weird, uh, like, like who am I to ask to be on this team? Right. Honestly, like mm -hmm. that was one of those weird things. Like. I don't know I have this weird kind of like like I'm fiercely independent and I don't want to like bother anybody and I don't want to be like a burden to mm -hmm. anyone so mm -hmm. I think that like kind of keeps me in my own like bubble and like safe space I mean it like encourages I've been encouraged to like take on a lot of things myself like right. I figure out how to do things like I fix things myself mm -hmm. like I love doing Ikea furniture because it makes me feel like exactly like built. I did that oh, that I built it that I built it wow. like um you know just that whole, whole, whole thing home improvement yeah that nice. kind of you know <laughs> and it's like it's it's like this thing like I don't need anybody to do it for me like I can do it myself um but that also kind of like keeps me from asking for help and like sometimes asking for things that I want because I feel like I'm bugging people, mm. you know. And that's just my perception of it. It's like I'm not actually bugging people. Like I'm not bugging my friends when I'm like, "Hey, can you like walk with me?" Or like, "Can we go to? Can we go talk? Like, right, can we right. hang? Can we hang out? Right, do you want right. to hang out? Yes. <laughs> like, can, do you want to like, hang out? She's no longer. She's no longer using it as an idea. She's legitimately asking us. Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, she's looking dead into our eyes, like." Do you want to hang, hang out, out with me? Like, and sometimes they'll say no. And <laughs> I, I, this, yeah, Cedric yeah. did this to me <laughs> the other day. Well, yeah, we were talking about like we were just we were amongst a group of our friends, and like she's like wondering when we can all hang out. Like, and she's asking people. She's legitimately putting herself out there. And she's asking. She's asking like all the people I, on the team that she's now on. I literally asked every single person in the circle, and, and they were like, like, "No, I'm busy. No, I'm busy." And I was like, oh, "Okay, no problem." I turned to Cedric. You want to hang out with me? And he's like, "No, you smell." <laughs> And that is why I love it because that's the kind of friendship that we have. Yeah, yeah. But we are hanging out because it's like, yeah, like, again, there's a lot of like, and it's so funny because it's just like, okay, yeah, let's like, why? Like, I don't have nothing. I want to hang out. So like, yeah. why not do it? But then I don't, that's just me. There's like opportunities where I, I, I'm, and I don't know if you'll hear it in this podcast where I'll, I'll double down on like awkwardness <laughs> and just be like, hey, like, you know, like. You, like, do you mind if we like, you know, stay here a bit? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Let's. We'd... We're leaving now. <laughs> and I'd be like, of course, it's fine. Let's let's stay or whatever. I do I the same thing. It. I like yeah. I like when people ask me to like, oh, can you hand me the stapler? And I'll say no as I'm handing it to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
like I, it's just it's that like combative like I think it's I don't I, to know. me it's like very disarming I just I feel think like it's just funny yeah it's just funny like hey like I want you to not just know that I'm willing to give you something. It's it's so much of a not a bother that I'm gonna give you a joke as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Here you go. Like it's like, of course, like duh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not exactly. Even, like, be comfortable to ask me those things, and I think this with humor, that's just very disarming. I think I, I think it's kind of I like to do it too sometimes because you know. People, you're so used to like going into robot mode, and like people are like, "Oh yeah, here you go." And so when you like flip that on it, it makes people think differently. Yeah, they just kind of like be on their toes. Exactly. <laughs> but um, going back to the actual question, <laughs> um, so I took a chance and I asked to be on the team, mm-hmm. and that was like a really big step for me because it was a whole group of people that I did not know. It was doing something that I wasn't confident in. I'm. Still not that confident in it, but I'm working on it. Um, and I think the main thing is like, is like I was kind of saying in the beginning, it's like putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's there's something in me that wants to create. And there's something in me that wants to like dance and move. And I haven't always, like, I think I've kind of ignored it and like pushed it down at different times. Yeah. And just like, just out of habit or like, excuses you know like oh I'm too busy I'm too tired and just like those are the times when I think I've like felt kind of like like fallen into like depressed states is Mm -hmm. like when I'm just going through the motions and not really like thinking critically or thinking deeply about myself and like not doing the things that I enjoy you know just kind of like sitting around watching TV and it's so easy to do that which there's a lot of great shows which definitely get you like (laughs) questioning and like there's lots of fun things to do with that but I think when you're just on autopilot and you're not like listening to your creativity that's when it's really um that's when I think you can lose a sense of self because I think everybody's creative in their own ways like you know like my dad he's an electrical engineer and there's a lot about that that like people don't necessarily think of as creative but I kind of do like I think you have that insight now that knowledge from him right like yeah because yeah, I when I perceive it I'm like electrical engineering I don't associate per se with creativity but yeah. you know like that there is probably yeah you know like in there. I mean and if you think about it like innovation is just another form of creativity yeah right. you know like I think that's what a lot of people relate to like technology and um things that grow that way mm-hmm. um so yeah, actually, I just kind of had that realization that oh, I, like, well, there you, go. you know, like, my mom's more of, like, a free spirit, like, she's, well, not kind of free spirit, but, like, a mystic, and, you know, she's got tapped into, like, um, different things and emotions that way, but, mm-hmm. yeah, my dad, you know, he's, he's really, like, he is really creative, you know, like, he builds robots and stuff, and I'm like, that's so cool, oh, yeah. but, you know, and, like, he's done stuff with solar technology, which I think, you know, like, Thinking about things in a different way and like literally creating things, like they literally build things. Right. You know, like that is creating. Yeah, you're actually yeah, cre- you're, you're the like it, part literally of creating, creating mm-hmm. things. And um, I think even like thinking about things in a different way is creative. Right. Um, and that's where you get like innovation. Right. And just like seeing something like problems, like that, like oh, let me try this solution. Yeah. It's like, yeah looking you're, at it at a different way. And I think there's something about the idea of like. In everything that a person kind of does, like I think when they find out they're going to be happy in it is because their their form of creativity is matching up 
to the job that it's it's required to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Like you can be like creativity can be found in almost any vocation that we have. Like mm-hmm. and I think there's a joy in that. Yeah. And it motivates us to want to do those things. And then I think that's where doubt also comes. It's like if I feel like I can't, I really can't perceive how to like create a solution in this mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it, right? Yeah. Like I, mean, I I doubt I can. Like um something that like um like our director on the team that we're mm-hmm, on said mm-hmm. yes uh like yesterday or no friday. friday on practice was just like like don't believe in talent right yeah. talent doesn't exist talent, talent doesn't, doesn't exist, exist. Yeah, yeah talent doesn't exist like and he said this motion it's like look i didn't think that you know like like per se like this is paraphrasing like that he was a dancer right mm-hmm. but he knew he had a feet a motivation to create Mm-hmm. Right, and he wanted to use dance as the mechanism in which he wanted to fulfill that creativity right. and yeah. move in that motion. Mm-hmm. And so he worked hard for that skill so that he could outlet that creativity in that particular sense. And I think we realize that in ourselves, where it's just like when we look at the things we want to do to outlet our creativity, like a form of happiness is going to come from that once you realize what that really is. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we get swept away in like other stuff and just like, oh, okay. And then you just, then you start doubting like, is this really me? Like, is this really what I want to do and stuff mm-hmm. and all that particular things. But yeah, that's like super awesome. Like, and then, I mean, uh, anything else that you learned from like being oh, on the... I- actually it was like kind of to your point is that um you know what our director said is that like anything can be achieved through hard work like you have to work hard to get to where you want to go no matter what like even people that are quote unquote gifted like I think there's some times where you have a natural inkling towards things Mm -hmm. um and that can lead you but if you don't nurture that then you're not going to get anywhere. You know, like that's the difference between like the great violinist that practices every day and becomes like first string in a major orchestra as opposed to somebody who starts out with a talent and doesn't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I've, I've been doing a lot of thinking and like, um, hearing a lot about the growth and the fixed mindset. Yeah. Have you guys yes. heard of those? Yeah. yeah. I've, read yeah. Them I've read the bro. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't, really know about it it's basically like a fixed mindset is that kind of you're born with your innate talents and like that's that's all that you kind of have Mm -hmm. and that your growth mindset is that you know you learn anything really can be learned so like any Mm -hmm. skill that you want to acquire you just have to keep like you can learn it you just have to keep practicing and I think that's one of the things that dance has really solidified in me is that like anything can be learned you know anything like it might take people everybody goes at their own pace and that's another thing is that I learned is you know everybody goes at their pace everything has its time like you have to go through life and gain experience points before you can really like you know there and there's certain things that'll like resonate with you at different times in your life and it's it's kind of like this big cycle which sounds so confusing and like that's kind of the human struggle really but it's it's I think the other thing about the growth mindset and like being able to realize that you really can learn anything that you put your mind to is that like you literally have to put your mind to it. Like, you have to get your mindset right. Like, I'm going to learn this, and I'm going to practice it no matter what. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. I mean, that happens a lot. No but worries. you know, like that's, that's one of those main things. Um, and like, it's just about mindset is like getting that all sort of set and you know, it, it takes practice and you really have to nurture it. And I think that's where that determination comes back in because sometimes you're not going to see as much growth as you, as you want to. Yes. So that's where you have to remember that you're going at your own pace you're gaining your experience points and you know you really oh that was the thing is that like as as you open your mind you're going to have different experiences come to you Mm -hmm. you know so you kind of have to be like determined to keep practicing no matter what but Mm -hmm. also keep your mind open to like just letting things come because really like in everything, even when you're certain about a decision, you really don't know the outcome until you go through it. Exactly. You know, and I think, and that's where, like, there's no perfect scenario. There, Like, really, everything is unknown. And that's one thing that, like, I'm really learning right now. Also, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's something, like, I, again, I was listening, I've been listening to this podcast sam laura brown if you're uh, that's her podcast it's called the perfectionism project it's really good if you're a perfectionist especially i think a female Yo, prote- a perfectionist. Like shout out to the fellow potties Dude, here it's <laughs> it's been really it's been really great for me and i am binge listening to it right now but um she's really gotten me like a lot of her words really resonate with me and it's just like it i didn't realize it before like i've always known that i've been a perfectionist i think since about fourth grade Um, so like that's when it really like manifested and I've had that ever since. So like I've kind of accepted that about myself, but now I'm starting to really deal with it. And like perfectionism is really kind of, is a way to like, it's a fear of feeling shame for some people. Okay. I think, I think some people it can, it can hit differently, but you know, like you want things to be perfect. So people can't really dig at it. Right. You wow. know? Okay. And, like, people can't pick at it. At least that's how it resonates for me. Like, I was talking to my mom about it, and she her perfectionism comes in different ways. Mm. But, like, it's it's trying to avoid feeling embarrassed or kind of, like, right, shamed like, that yeah, way. Yeah, like, or like, just any excuse to be outcasted. Yeah. Or, or just, yeah, just different, like, you know. Well, and I think, like, I like being different, but it's just... It's that feeling of not being accepted. You right, know, like, like, it's like you're like the other person. Like you're like, oh, like... Yeah, you're like you're like, being shamed for your yeah, differentness. Yes, you yeah. know, it's like whatever it is. Like, because there's something to be said to be like exceptional, to stand out. Like, right. Those are like the positive forms of difference. But then we know all the like the negative forms of being different. Seen as right. inferior, seen yeah. as... Like, yeah. Like, and know. yeah, it's like feeling like shame and embarrassed because right. it's like, oh, I do things differently. Mm-hmm. Right. Um think differently yeah so it's like once you once you can kind of wrap your head around and i mean really wrap your head it's it's another one of those things where it's like uh, you can know it intellectually like there's no perfect scenario there is the words but yeah and you you really it really takes time and like i said those experience points to like really feel it Mm -hmm. and like you kind of never know when it's going to hit you or like what's going to resonate with you. So I think just keeping your mind open to those possibilities can really, um, really assist in that kind of growth and can really help you kind of get through that like fear 
Yeah. Definitely. So. That, that was a really strong point, Jenny. Thank I you. Appreciate <laughs> you sharing that. Wow, that was good. That was really, that was really, really cool. And I, really I think, like, that. to just like to add on to that point, because it's like every time, like, I'm having these, I'm like, oh, like realizations, boom, 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 right? boom. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, hard work is not just like practice. Like sometimes you have to realize that coupled with your hard work mm-hmm. is making hard decisions. Yeah. And it's like this idea of like. Um, you have to kind of like have like um, this overcoming like like the mentalities that you're dealing with mm-hmm. like you know the baggage or whatever the issues are like that's also the work you have to put in to get what you want it's yeah. not just like okay like because yeah you can hustle and you can practice but then suddenly like yeah when you don't cater to like your mentalities your mindset like you get frustrated then you want to give up and all that hard work or all that practice is going nowhere right and then it's like i think it's like you have to take care of hard work is about taking care of yourself and your like your determination like trying to maintain like your ability to want to continue to work that will allow you to be able to get the growth that you're seeking and you're starting yeah. after. It's not just like, I'm gonna, if I practice da 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 for like two months just super hard and then I'm gonna be blank. And then you're like, and then in those two months come and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It's like, yeah. it's not, you're not getting the growth that you thought you were gonna. But if you maintain, check in with yourself and then go and then like, you'll be able to like, you'll be able to run that marathon like mm-hmm. in, the, in yeah. that form of change. Definitely. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into the creative portion. We yeah, we, we we really talked about that was really <laughs> interesting. Just uh, that was a lot of words. <laughs> That's all I could say about it. But yeah, let's uh, let's dig into the creative side of the podcast real quick. Um, so go ahead, Cedric. Um, okay, so here's the question. So Jenny, um, you kind of touched yeah. on it a little bit, but yeah. I love it. so we're gonna expand on it a little bit mm-hmm. more. Uh, how has doubt interacted with your art and creativity? So, I think in the past, it's kind of, like, helped me sort through it a little bit. Okay. Because um, I actually grew up, like, uh, doing visual art. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. So, like, I've always loved drawing and painting. Um, those are, like, I usually do pencil and colored pencil are mm-hmm. my favorites, and then, like, acrylic paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I grew up doing. Like, for the longest time, I just wanted to be an artist, and then, like, it kind of moved into, like, movie, does that? Like, oh, yeah, like, I, forms yeah. of creativity are starting to, like, evolve into different Yeah, it's, now. like, I guess as you kind of, like, go... I think when, you know, like, you're in high school age, you kind of, like move towards things that you're interested in like I just took art classes and then you kind of like figure you kind of like see what jobs you can do with that like you know like and it's kind of trying to form that um but that was one of actually probably one of the bigger times I had doubt was like oh I can't like I'm not that good I can't do that right you know Uh, like I I couldn't make a career out of that like I I got really inspired by Lord of the Rings like oh (laughs) I I love those films and the books. Um, I grew up reading those, but um, I watched like all the appendixes of the uh, the movies oh where, gosh, where they talk about the behind the scenes. Yeah, it's so good. It's so <laughs> good. It's some of my favorite stuff to watch. But like, like just the amazing detail they put into like the armor work, and then um, I was really inspired by they were they did like giant landscape paintings mm-hmm. um, for some of their backgrounds. Oh, as of, you know, this was like, 
like the graphics are still really good in that, mm -hmm. but you know, they used a lot of physical effects because like that brings a realness to things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, Oh, that'd be kind of cool to like do that for <laughs> movies and stuff. But I was like, yeah, this is kind of hard. And I think that's where like the doubt seeped in and was like, ah, I'll just go into business instead. Like <laughs> I'll do my creative like that, creativity you, you on pivot, the side. Right? Like, yeah, you pivot. You pivot. Like, and it's like, oh, like, I think yeah. like and it's and it's hard and I think it's kind of unfair, honestly, to make like high school kids like it, there's kind of this societal idea that like when you go to college you're choosing your career yeah and that like Cedric was saying that's a big decision I literally that's like literally my like that's like the aspect of my job I really don't like like that's like the philosophy in our in our office is like like yeah like don't think of it as like what job you want yeah or like and then, like, for all the criteria, it's like, what's going to grow you as a person? Yeah. And, like, it's tough because, like, I'm asking kids and, like, oh, like, they're just shrugging around. Like, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to think about this stuff because it's never occurred to them to care enough to do that at times. They're just like, I'm, I'm barely surviving in education. Now you want me to, like, think about, like, how I'm going to, like, be amazing at whatever, what's going to grow. And I'm air quoting, grow me. <laughs> and it's just like, it's tough. Like, but that's my, like, that's the job. And that's what I really like about it. It's like finding ways to, to provide insight. But yeah, like, it's really, I'm going to be so, I'm like, it's so unfair at times because it's like, they're just, sometimes they're just barely surviving. Yeah. And then you have to tell them, you're barely surviving. It's like, now you, you need to, you need to think even way bigger. And they're like, what? Yeah. Like, what's happening? No, like there's actually a bigger world out there than yeah, here. Yeah, like they've never had that before either. Or they don't even want to walk away from that world at times where it's just like, this is so good. Like, why would I even want to do anything differently or new or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. this is the habit. This is yeah. The, like, this I'm is excelling the at this. Yeah, like, I'm why? Like, why do I have to go do more? Yeah, why mm -hmm. do I have to go do more? And it's just like, ugh. Yeah, that's and it. that's just that's another hard part of the human existence. And mm -hmm. like, I think that's probably something as a society that we could look at is like, what kind of education could actually be more like encouraging that growth mindset as of as opposed to like sometimes it can kind of feel like you're being pigeonholed but um anyways no. i digress no, on no. i digress on the no, education no, no system no you know it's like it's, don't worry it's, <laughs> it has kind of affected my creativity because i think a lot of like doubt has come from that and you know like how schooling is gonna go and like yeah like my role yeah. in it and oh my god like you I know i can't tell you like i feel like it sucks because, like, from, like, that standpoint, like, as a teacher, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's, like, I always want to say this phrase. Like, if you came, like, I really don't like the idea that, like, public education sometimes mm -hmm. is, like, like, um, like, it's mandatory. Mm. Because it, to me, it's, like, it's just, cause they, they don't feel, like, the motivation to come in. But the, prior to that is, like, like, if you came in here, like, the, 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 the like public education system is not going to make you the best rapper in the world. It's right. not going yeah. to help you like pursue those like sort of like outlier dreams. It's only designed to create like an aggregate like form of success. You know, it's like you know, like okay, like here's the basic things you need to just have options, right? That's what I kind of I try to mm. stress and things like. That. But then when becomes a problem is like when when that system like is telling students either consciously or, or like unconsciously that you are running out of options like you are not good enough to, oh, yeah. to do this and so you you can't yeah like your art is not good enough 
so you have to you have to pivot for this right yeah Yeah, exactly it's like it's like you're running out of options based off like what based off the things that we're seeing right based off of where you are right now yeah and you're forced in like situations where it's like like but you have like the thing is like those kids have not experienced that Mm -hmm. right you know they haven't had that like you know like and then it's like it's just us like trying to be like good people it's like based off of our knowledge like we just think like because i care about you that you you shouldn't be doing this yeah mm-hmm. like that's such a hard thing to say a kid it's like it is it, but then at the reality you want to you say it because it's like like i don't want you to feel the full pain of a full fall right of whatever it is right are you are like it sounds like you're you're trying to safeguard them from yeah them. that's like it's it's like i always tell this like students go full out here because this is the place where you can fail mm-hmm. right uh because like here like i won't judge you like i don't i don't want you to feel judged or i don't want you to feel like i want you to feel open strong develop yourself here so that when you go out there you'll know what you want you'll know what you'll be able to do but with saying that right like it's just a really strong struggle because it's like like a lot of times it's just like a lot of doubt comes from external sources yeah. like when you're young mm-hmm. like it's tough like either from your friends like unconsciously they don't even mean like hey you suck but they're like saying things that you don't want you you're not doing you're like oh should i be doing that or like the culture of it or your family is like telling you those. it's even like talking about like things in a certain way you know it's like oh did you see that kid he did that thing and then you're like secretly like oh i i did that thing so i'm not gonna say anything about it you know like yeah like i hear this all the time like they'll ask a kid a question like there'll be questions asked and a kid has no idea what they're talking about and they're like Uh, oh should i have like oh like maybe i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. like those little things like build up and you're just like you build an atmosphere of kind of like doubt in yourself and like and it's tough like in that regard but yeah and especially in the forms of art and creativity like i i always just feel like i feel like kids feel the most doubt in in being that and it comes from like like what career can you have from this yeah really Mm -hmm. like what future can you really and that's like the like one of the fields that's like the most questioned like engineering math right those aren't really questioned and Mm -hmm. what sucks about that is like like i i know like for schools right engineering math those are like the most like uh like sciences are like one of the most impacted majors so you right. might not even get into the school that you want to go yeah, into that's very true. yeah but it's it's but it's that narrative it's like stuff like that and then art schools like yeah it's like very like of the eye those of can perception. be really impacted though, too though oh yeah like for sure like those are the like and then like they the portfolios and like there's like an equal amount of hard work in there and it's just like but it's tough for me to say like it's tough for me to hear like at yeah. times where it's just like a kid like like it sucks because it's like like i'll be in a classroom and i'll just like see a kid that is kind of checked out mm. and i know it's because his dreams are elsewhere yeah oh you know? okay. like, yeah. like it doesn't have to do like, anything with school yeah, yeah it doesn't have to like or like you know and or his preoccupations are elsewhere um sometimes like it's you know positive reasons like maybe he just wants he doesn't see the value of, of being here like he should be hustling or whatever it is like yeah. um and i get that like i, I want to encourage that like whatever can breed success out of you like the feeling of that like that's yeah. important that you should have that but at the same time it's like you know there could be other things it's just like oh like i don't think i can do this like you know like nobody believes in me and it's like oh like oh like i'm just thinking about it now like <laughs> 
teachers like I'm like I'm gonna humanize this moment teachers are probably the the, the most scared of their students mm. when they look like a student looks like they're they're just disengaged and mm. they're not good because they're worried that at that moment right I'm gonna change that kid's life somehow like I could like you have the power to but what teachers worry about at that moment is, is it, do I have the capacity to do it for the positive or do I, or do I not have the will and it fails to fall short? Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I want to exert that effort to, to be that, to be like that influence that I feel like a kid could need at that mm-hmm. point? And it's like, oh man, like I'm coming up to a kid and she's like, just disengaged, like all that body language was like, like hey are you okay as opposed to like ignore it like you know like move on on for the sake of the class you know like how this kid's attitude is and you're like and then or like when a kid's acting up and you're like oh like i don't know and then you know that's that's just really important and i I think in art yeah like in like when i see it in education it's like our teachers are like for me like all the same (laughs) like there there's like an archetype for it it's those people that want to breathe like like create be yeah. you go open 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 yourself and stuff like that it's like express and like i i can, you can always tell too who are like the art students too mm-hmm. <laughs> like the ones who are like constantly like drawing in class yeah. like you know and stuff like that and then like i don't i used to be like teachers would be like hey pay attention and it's just like but for me it's like that's their dream right like and you know like that's what they want to dwell on in the day so Mm -hmm. like i want to like not inhibit that but i also want to just show the value of the things that i'm doing too yeah Yeah, definitely well i mean like that that's that's just really amazing just to show something like that as well Mm -hmm. and that's really strong you know point bringing up for especially art students and everything like that yeah. um but yeah we, we've been going on for a very yeah. very long time are you guys um, tired of listening to us <laughs> don't say that really no i'm comment, asking i'm asking comment, a question the comments like, are gonna be like no come on we're having fun you should be hopefully you're enjoying it with us oh my god um, but yeah, like any final words, you guys. Okay, final thoughts on. Well, you go first, because me. Or should I be you? You go guys, last. you go ahead. I'll okay, go how last. about you, Alex? Me? Yeah, Alex. Final thoughts on doubt. Uh, final thoughts on doubt. Um, take the risk. Mm. Um, really, really, like don't worry about uncertainty things. Worry about making. Worry about it after. Take the risk know what you're getting into and when you do and when you do face something that you got out of it um learn to adapt from it yeah and that's awesome like to me it's just like alex is like he's the epitome of don't live in the theoretical don't live in the ideas of what could go wrong or could go right find out like go just go (laughs) go 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 yeah and that's awesome like i like that's like a, a courage like thing you know um for me i think it's just like it's realizing that like you want like a sense of like you if you want a sense of yourself if you want to kind of have doubt be less controlling in your life you have to really realize who you are and then that takes the kind of hard work that is not just about like doing things and just just going out it's about really like overcome like looking into yourself 
and just being okay like overcoming mentalities like just you know like overcoming like and making like realizing that you're gonna have to make hard decisions and things are gonna be imperfect but that's okay you know like but you know whatever decisions you make they're gonna reveal something about you but you need to make those decisions um as best you can right and you'll go forward regardless of wherever you happen to be mm -hmm. so just really take that time to work hard but not just doing things but just working on yourself as well yeah i think um for me it's trying to like not limit but like reduce your expectation for outcome um i think it's really important to just kind of um like if you make a decision just go for it but also know that you can change your mind and pivot like if it turns out that that's not working for you and it's not resonating with you i think that's something that is not very often talked about is that you can just you can change your mind like it's it's okay to do that um and like reduce your expectations so you're not really stuck in this idea fantasy world of like what could happen just kind of try to lean into it and do your best do the best that you can while taking that step to like see what's on the other side of your uncertainty and your fear and you know talk it out with people like lean on your friends because they're important your family members whoever you have to talk to find those people that you resonate with and you can trust so that you can talk to them and i think that really helps um also journaling journaling get your thoughts out on paper yes that that yes. that really helps yo write it out <laughs> write, it, write out, it out get it get it out of your brain somehow shoot it out in your art somehow whatever you got yeah do. draw uh, paint however you want to do it as cedric starts writing stuff on yeah his he's, right he's i'm telling you like this is how i'm gonna build insight yo like, it's I mean, good. there's, it's there's really so many good. there's so many nuggets here yeah. i gotta i gotta write them and dig them and stuff like i'm this is why i do the things that i do a, stu a student while a teacher yeah <laughs> exactly it's good master the art of the student yeah master the student also the remember that you are unique and nobody's like you and i know everybody says this or i hope everybody says this but it's really important that your unique gifts are really important so like just let them out however you feel it's best to do that like you deserve that for yourself, that personal development, that growth, and the world deserves to have your perspective out there. Alrighty. Well, thank you, Jenny, for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Jenny, I want to say this real thing. Thank you for sharing your voice with us. <laughs> yeah. that, thank I knew you. that was something that you wanted to do, and oh my God, it was great. Thank, thank you, you so for much. listening. Of course. <laughs> and take care, you guys. Have a, have a wonderful day. You too. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Wait a minute. If you want to follow... <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but wait, there's <laughs> more. Psych. Psych, 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 psych. like, where can we follow you on uh, on your... On, on social, social media. media um, so I'm on Instagram at different underscore breed 23. Mm -hmm. um, I do have it set on private, but if you send me a message and say you came from the podcast, I'll add you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool, awesome. And you can always follow me at L3LACK underscore Frost, uh, L-E, Black Frost, uh, on Instagram. And then me, if you're looking for me, it's Papa Seti 88 so P-A-P-A-C-E-D-D-Y-8-8. Yeah, hope to hear from you guys. Let us know. Yeah, uh, reach out. Is, yeah, reach out. 
we had tons to talk about in doubt, but you know, hopefully you enjoyed uh, most of the minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Take care, guys.